Hey guys, how you living? You doing well? Good. Glad to hear that. <clears throat> so, spoilers, I forgot to press record on audio. Uh, so there's a little bit of a story in the beginning of this episode that you might have to go over to YouTube to hear. If you're interested enough in hearing the, uh, the beginning of a story that I finished telling when the audio picks up here, then uh, go check out on YouTube and, and listen to it. Anyway, <clears throat> I, as, as stated in the last episode, I talked a bit about the gig at Pilot House yesterday and the, the, the thing that happened that always happens that I bitch about. And you guys have listened to enough podcasts to know what that probably is. So there's that. Anywho, that's for you, Timmy Pierce. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Please go to the YouTube channel, click subscribe, Kelsey Hudgens YouTube. Go to My Stuff, MI Stuff Podcast on Facebook. Like it on Facebook, go to Instagram, follow us there, follow us on Twitter, and go to patreon.com slash misnerds. I think it might be. I think I said the wrong uh, URL earlier, but it doesn't matter. If you go to Patreon, type Patreon and MI stuff, you'll find the page. <clears throat> Just Google that. Do that. Keep up with everything that's going on in the podcast world. We're doing really good as far as downloads per episode. I'm really proud of that, and I'm really happy. And welcome, by the way, to the new listeners. I've obviously got new listeners out there because their numbers are doing really, really well, and I'm very proud of that. So keep up the good work, listeners. Watch Sherlock. Watch... Tales from the Tour Bus, Cinemax. Watch the new season of Ballers. It's really good. If you haven't seen Ballers yet, watch Ballers. Like the whole the whole series is great. That's on HBO. Get that on HBO Go. Um, gonna be doing another sports talk coming up pretty soon. A lot of stuff gonna be happening here in the world of college sports. Wide world of sports. College is better than NFL. I don't care. Fight me. Uh, I'm right. Um, there's that. What else do we got? What else do we got? I think that's about it for me. I'm probably going to have a guest coming up Wednesday. I'm not exactly sure who it might be yet. As I said at the end of the episode, uh, Ashley Justice is going to be coming to do episode number 100. Girl Kelsey wants to come and do an episode as well, or call in and do an episode. That's going to happen. So, hmm. I think I'm forgetting somebody very important, and I don't know who it is. Sorry, whoever it is. My brain's mush. Don't take it personal. Anyway, I'm not going to hold you back anymore. I'm going to let you get to this content. So like I said, if you if the story that picks up here in just a second for the audio folks, if you're interested in hearing the beginning of that story, go to the YouTube page because I'm not going to go rip it off the audio of that. It's in both places. You can just go look at the other way. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to be lazy. It's the end of my work week, and I am... It's 11-11. Make a wish. I'm getting the fuck out of here. All right. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 88, Dale Earnhardt Jr., episode number 88 of MI Stuff. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Me and Rich were standing on the microphone doing um, 
giving away Christmas Christmas bags. Like they they uh, Pilot House brings everybody in every year and they draw numbers and give away Christmas presents. And that's sort of the gig is half music, half us auctioning stuff off. And while Rich is up there uh, pulling numbers and calling out numbers, <coughs> excuse me, every number that he says, me or Adam or somebody else will do a callback. Like we're pretty much on on the mics with him and we're all talking to the room at the same time making it a little less you know just we're we're calling out numbers we're making it funny we're trying to stay humorous or whatever either way doesn't matter the point is is that i'm actually doing something i'm sitting here rich is calling the numbers i've got a bag in my hand for whoever walks up so the next person that walks up i just hand them that bag and Rich doesn't have to worry about it. All he has to do is do numbers. It was a nice little assembly line, if you will, of getting this thing done. So the woman that I know really well, as I'm on the microphone and talking to people, is like waving me to come over there. And I'm like, obviously you're looking at me. You're not fucking blind. You can see I'm doing so. I'm a little busy right now. I'm sorry. So I was like. I, I, I threw my hands up and was like, what do you want me to do, basically? I, I, I'm I'm kind of in the middle of something. So then, as I'm in the middle of something, she she thinks that it's okay for her to walk up to me and just, just, just start, strike up a conversation. Now, if this were a conversation about, I might not need to let this, I, I doubt this person will ever listen to this podcast, but if she does, it doesn't matter. And she probably needs to know how, how we felt about it anyway. But this woman's boyfriend or husband, I'm not sure either way. Every time we saw them, they were together and he, God rest his soul, passed away a few years ago. And it was a couple years in, like they were there for the first two, three times we played pile of house. And then, uh, unfortunately he passed away and we have, uh, we have all always been very understanding of her and, and their situation. And that's a very delicate situation. So I, I'm thinking, you know, this is going to be the same thing every year that we get. She always comes up to us and tells us how much her husband, boyfriend, whoever he was appreciated us and loved the band. And I, I, I assume that's what this is. Nope. I was wrong. She walked up to me and said, Hey, I'm with a guy and he plays a really good harmonica. <laughs> I literally just start laughing in her face. I didn't do it on purpose, but I just started laughing. And the reason I did is because people come up to me all the time and fuck with me because they've heard the podcast and they've heard, they've heard stuff that I've said about, or, or read my Facebook post about people in harmonicas and, and getting on stage. And you guys know, I've said, if your name's not Gary flowers or doc Simon, you are not welcome on our stage. If you're, unless you were those two people, there's no, there's no room for you. So just don't try it. But she was telling me, Oh, he's really good. You know, he's really good. You should let, and I was like, listen, not to not to be rude, but I don't allow that. I said that that, and I took all the blame for myself. I took all the blame on myself. I was like, this has nothing to do with Adam or Smitty. This has nothing to do with those guys. This is all me. I'm the I am. I do not allow that. I said. I said the reason why, and I, I always go down the line and explain this same thing. I need to have a card made. 
to where I can just hand it to people so they can just read the, yeah, we don't allow people on stage because once one person gets on stage, everybody else in the room then sees that as an option and then blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Then it ends up being an entire like shit show on stage. And I love the flaming lips, but I don't want everybody running around while I'm trying to make music. Like I, I'm kind of serious about this thing when I'm doing it. So just bear in mind anyway. After all of that, she asked me asked me if the guy can play harmonica, and I abruptly say no and explain why this is just doesn't happen. We don't we don't let people get on stage with us, especially to do stuff like that. We just don't. <sighs> Should have told you that story first because that happened chronologically before the booty shaking in front of Smitty, and which led him to walk off stage. So sinus is still fucked. Um, so we did that. Me and Adam did a song while Smitty was off stage, and he walked back out and was like, "Man, I'm sorry, I just can't take that shit." And I was like, "Dude, say something, tell him." I, I, I maybe I'm maybe it's easier for me to just be an asshole. Maybe it's easier for me to just say, "Hey, stop doing that. Like, don't do that. Whatever you're doing, don't do it. I don't, I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. I don't need that. I, I don't need any assistance with what's going on here. I've got this. So, either way." When that started happening, I was like, okay, we're winding down. I keep my eye on the clock, and I rarely do that in gigs, but this time I did because there's a clock right beside the stage, and I challenge you to not look at a clock that's on the wall when you know that there's a certain time that you get to leave a certain place. You will watch that clock with everything you've got. And as the hardest you try not to, you can't help it. You're going to still look at the clock. Uh, sorry, keep burping. Um... Anyway, as I've previously stated, people have no respect for what we do. Like, they just have no respect for what we do. Like, we are a novelty to them. That's what we were. We were, and, and, and that really upsets me when, when people look at us as a novelty rather than an actual band, humans, people. Like, I'm not gonna gonna go down the same road that I've gone on several times in this podcast and end up just talking about how people shouldn't jump on stage again. But when is that okay? Like when when is that in somebody's mind acceptable? How dare you do how dare you? I'm at work you you are and and this is this is another thing. It's different when you're it's different when you are talking to people that are intoxicated. And it's a lot different it's a lot different when you're the only one in the room that's not intoxicated. Smitty probably wasn't that drunk. Actually me and Smitty might have been the only two in the bartenders might have been the only two people who weren't f- wasted. Adam, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. <laughs> This is going to be your your episode Adam. We're getting to that. But anyway, we're probably the only two people that's not drunk minus the bartenders and Debbie, the owner. And it's really hard. Maybe not, not for me, for a normal person. I imagine it would be really hard to, I want to make sure I say this right. It, 
maybe for a normal person, they wouldn't want to suck all the air out of the room, I guess, or, or just pretty much you don't want the party to stop. You don't want to stop people from having fun, I guess is what I want to say. I don't want to stop people from having a good time and having fun, but there has to be some guidelines that can't be crossed. There has to be a, a guy, some guidelines that, you know, people have there, there has to be, uh, there has to be a situation in where somebody says, okay, well I can do this, but this next step in that line of things that you would do is, is too far. Like, yes, you can ask for a song. Yes. You can come up and say, uh, or yes, you can come up and request a song and talk to us between sets and we'll have a conversation with you. We're not, animals we'll talk to you but if you do this in the middle of a song or if you come up and you instead of asking for a song you ask if you can sing one with us or ask if you can play one with us or ask if your friend who has a harmonica and plays harmonica real good i'm 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 gonna stop that right there because i know that i've said this before and i and i I don't want to be same song different verse but the being the only, being one of the only sober people in this room is a nice segue to the next part of this talk, which, and this is a very short one. I've only got another, you know, maybe 10 minutes or so, uh, worth of content before I start giving my ending and my spiels. So start your timers. Oh yeah. By the way, this giant water jug that I use all the time that you guys have seen, which is uh, the reason I don't say recycle your plastics anymore because I don't I, recycle your plastic, by the way, always recycle your plastics, recycle your cardboards, unless it's pizza boxes with grease all in it. Can't take those. Got to throw those away. Can't put grease in there. Can't recycle that. But regular cardboard, I got a stack of it over here. I got to take it to the dump tomorrow. Um, recycle your plastics. Anyway, this is a pretty big water bottle. Yeah. Pretty, pretty giant jug. So. It takes an entire tray of ice. And yes, I still use ice trays because why not? It takes an entire tray of ice to fill this thing up and then I top it off of water. So yesterday I filled up my jug and filled it up with ice, filled it up with water. So it is loaded down. You can see if this thing is full of water and ice, it's not going to be a light carry. I remembered I was loading everything out of my car in this Smitty's truck at at, a, at our little meetup spot. And I remember putting everything over and I sat the jug like right up so I would see it when I was about to get back in the truck. And I loaded everything in. We got going. We got on 31. And... All of a sudden, I hear something, and I was like, "Shit! Did the did something just fall out of the back of the truck? Like it just sounded like something fell out of the back of the truck." To me, it sounded like a mic mic stand or something. And I asked him, I was like, "Did you hear that? Did you hear something?" And apparently, I was the only one that heard it because nobody responded to me. And I was like, "I swear, I just sounded like sounded like something just fell out of the truck." And as I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, fuck, you know, I left my water jug sitting on the back of the truck. And and uh, Smitty's got this little bed 
cover, like this uh, this hard hard cover on the uh, bed cover, whatever. I'd set this jug right up on top of that little hard cover, and we're going down thirty one. It made it all the way from Bilo to thirty one. The weight, obviously, but man, having to do a gig without that, like I, I can drink one of these things a gig, pretty much. Like this, whatever I've got in it now is what I had in it is is all I've got left from when I filled it up before I went to the gig. But usually, I can kill one of these things in the gig. So I drink a lot of water. Well, I was like, man, now I'm gonna have to just get cups of water. And I hate having cups and shit sitting on the ground. I hate having stuff sitting there and that can be kicked over and make my equipment and my cables wet. That's just a dirty, nasty thought. And I hate thinking that that is possible. But I was like, shit, okay, it doesn't matter. We'll work it out. So get to the gig, get through it. I drink a couple of styrofoam cups with lid, with a lid on it, by the way. Got to do that. And nothing gets kicked over the whole time except for Adam was sitting over. And, and I said this in the last episode, too. And I'm not sure if it was Adam's beer. But I think that I might have deduced uh, according to his response. What is in here? Oh, it's a hair. According to his responses and the way that he responded and reacted to what I said, I think it might have been his beer, and I think he might have been the one that kicked it over or sat it on the ground that so that it could be kicked over. Could be wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. But either way, beer got knocked over, got on my cable, and I got to smelling it afterward, afterwards and was pissed off that it smelled like beer. And Adam goes on this like, oh, I can't wait till you have kids one day so you can realize that life ain't perfect. And I started... I was like, what does that got to do with the price of tea in China? That ain't got shit to do with anything that's going on with, with this right here. That ain't got nothing to do with somebody spilling beer on my shit. So the fact that he got defensive about it and said, oh, I, 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 I can't wait till you have kids, which is in, in, in sorts a low blow into in the fact that I don't have kids and he does, so therefore... His life is greater than my life, and it's, that's not the case at all. It's everybody's life is their own life. It's not better or more grand than anybody else's just because you have extra baggage with yours. Like that's, that's not uh, that's not a real thing. But anyway, I. He said earlier that we, me and Smitty pretty much, and Smitty took a few shots. He wasn't sober by any means, but he was not near as hammered as brother Adam was. Now, Adam, in about halfway through the gig, I started realizing that Adam was getting drunk. When Adam gets drunk, he gets sloppy. I love you, Adam. You know, you know, you know that. I love you. Gets drunk, he gets sloppy. And I start like laughing, like laughing at him. At this point, it's laughable. Like the little, the mistakes aren't big enough. You know, they're not big enough to really get mad about. It's just, I hear everything. And if anybody makes a mistake, even myself, if I make a mistake, I'll, I'll shit my bad. Like I immediately call myself out. Like it's not, that switch doesn't get flipped off for me. You know, it's, it's, it's equally on for me. Like if I make a mistake, I will call myself out just like I will call Adam or Smitty out on a mistake. Like I just, I can't help it. I do it. And 
damn it, I do it because I want to make myself a better musician and I want to make everybody else a better musician too. And I feel like I'm, I have the power to do that. So anyway, I'm laughing at him a little bit and he keeps like getting a little, little, little more and more drunk as the night goes on. And by the end, he's like telling me, man, you're out of tune. Like he's like, you got to tune up. And I stopped playing and let him play for a minute so he could hear how out of tune his guitar was. And I was like, oh, so I'm the one that's out of tune. So he was so drunk, he didn't realize that it was his guitar, not mine, that was out of tune. One. Also, he was playing like he was, we were playing some song we've done a million fucking times, <clears throat> excuse me, and a million times. And I look over, I, I, I look over at him after a mistake. And he's holding the same chord that we had just changed from. And he's looking at my hand like he's looking at my hand and like showing me the chord that he's making like he's he's got it right. And I'm like, no, dude, switch over to where I'm at because this is where we're supposed to be. This is how the song goes. He had no idea that he was, he had no idea that he was incorrect. Like he, he was like, he thought that he was right to the point where he's trying to show me how he's right incorrectly. And I know that this is, this is maybe just me being quirky and, and strange and, and weird. And I know that I'm all of those things. So be that as it may, I was, I was a little, I was a little disappointed and I haven't told him that he'll hear it. He'll hear it when he hears it. But I was a little disappointed, man. I was like, I understand that, that you want to drink and you want to let loose and you want to have fun. But when it starts to interfere with, with your talent, Adam is a talented guitar player. I don't have to tell him what I'm doing. I don't have to really, I just have to tell him what key the song is in. That's all I have to do. And he figures everything else out on his own. He's a very smart guitar player. Really, really good. Really great. He's a great musician. He truly is. <clears throat> he can play all the same instruments that I can play pretty much. And he's he's a great musician. But when he gets drunk, that's all out the window. He's still a good musician. He can still hold it together. But it's just, I don't think that he realizes how off it gets. And I got a little disappointed and I feel like I'm not the best person to say, Hey man, you might not want to drink because they're like, Oh, so you're better than me now because you don't drink. And, uh, and I'm, I'm supposed to do that. And then he's like, Oh, well, well call me when you stop smoking weed. And I'm like, all right, obviously different, obviously uh, a whole different things. Like, Oh, call, I'll, I'll talk to you when you quit smoking weed. Like you stop smoking weed and I'll quit drinking. And I'm like, First off, this is bullshit. Nobody's ever died from pot. People die every single day, multiple people a day to alcohol-related deaths. And and I'm not here to <clears throat> to stick up for pot on, on behalf of uh, on behalf of drinking or or pot over drinking. But I don't really think there's much of an argument. And I don't know, man. I wish that I wish that he would quit drinking. And I don't wish that a lot of people would quit drinking. There's not a, and there's a lot of people I know who drink and who drink a lot. And I've never gone, I've never gone around, I've never gone around thinking this person needs to stop drinking because they have a problem. 
But I think Brother Adam might need to stop drinking, man. <sighs> Sorry, Adam. I love you. I don't mean to be putting your shit all out there, but I think that I think it might be time, homie. And I just, I don't know. I'm probably not the best person to say that just because it's me. But I'm always pointing out things that other people are doing wrong. But they get upset about that. A lot of people that I, when I point out things that other people are doing wrong, they get really upset about that. Like, I don't do that for myself. Like, I also do that for myself. I'll point out the things that I'm doing wrong. And usually, sometimes I don't see that right then. But as soon as I see it, I see it. And, I, and I'm and i aware of it. Like, for instance, when I was <clears throat> when I was doing drugs all the time, like, and I'm not talking about pot. I'm talking about drugs. Pot's not a drug. When I was doing drugs, I had no idea what I was doing was wrong. I had no idea that what I was doing was an issue. Like, I didn't know that I had a problem. I didn't know that I had an issue that I needed to stop. And not really, not many people told me that I needed to stop too. Like nobody really came up to me and said, Hey, you might need to calm down a little bit. I don't, you know, that, that really didn't happen. So I realized once I realized that it was an issue, I corrected it myself. And like I said, I've had, I've had issues before that I didn't, excuse me, that I didn't realize were issues. But once I see it, I can't unsee it. And that's just, that's how I am. Once I realize that something's wrong, it's, it's, it's wrong. And I can't unsee that thing. So that being said, me and Adam have had conversations for years. We had conversations for years before I quit drinking about how we both needed to just stop. And I actually quit. After a couple of years of saying I really needed to, I actually stopped. And during that time, I drank more than Adam did. During that time, I definitely, I definitely drank more than Adam did. Adam, in his prime, he probably drank more than than I did in, at that point in my life. But in real time, both of us together, I definitely drank more. So I needed to quit worse than he did for sure. But I think it's getting to the point right now to where <clears throat> it's time to say something. And I guess I already have. I know he's going to hear this. I know he's going to listen to it. I'll probably be getting the call or getting a text. Uh, it'll probably, he probably won't give a shit. He's, he knows I've said it to him. He don't give a shit if I say what I've said to him in front of everybody. Like, he he's not going to give a shit. But either way. I just, I, I get disappointed in the fact that I know that the level of musicianship and artistry that I personally advanced after I quit drinking, and I'm not trying to pin any roses on myself, but a lot of people who saw me, saw Cornbread and listened to us after I had stopped drinking, they literally just said this is a world of difference. Like it's literally so much better than it used to be. Like, I mean, head and shoulders better than it was. And I really believe that that's because my brain was not drunk. And I believe that the same thing would work for anybody else who wanted to try that too. 
All right. Well, I'm not going to get to bore you anymore. I'm a couple minutes past my 11 o'clock quota. I wanted to get out. As soon as I get done with this, I am off work till Thursday, and I have got an entire house to clean up. Uh, God, I got so much shit to do. I got, I got a keyboard. I've been doing doing songs for the fishing show, which uh, subscribe to that channel. At the end of this video, uh, by the way, there's going to be some links at the bottom of the page that uh, want you guys to click. The fishing show is one of those things. But anyway, I did some fishing show music, and I've got the, the keyboard out on the bar, and it's just been sitting up there ever since I did it, taking up this much of bar space. So... There's that. I just got to clean up. I got to just, just get some of this fucking clutter out of the way. I'm looking around at all this shit. And that room's not bad. That room's fine. The kitchen, though. The kitchen. This area right here. That, that's 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 the one. All right. I'm about to do that right now, guys. I got to do some dishes and shit. So, all right. As I said earlier in the last episode, watch Sherlock. Sherlock is great. I'm about to put on some episodes of uh, Parks and Rec while I'm doing my cleaning. And then it's uh, all Sherlock for the rest of the evening. So watch Sherlock. Watch Tales from the Tour Bus on Cinemax. Watch Ballers. This season of Ballers is really good, too. I just started it. And uh, it's really, really good. I'm excited about that. Also, a book that is sitting right there. 1984 by George Orwell. <clears throat> My cousin Ty Scott, uh, Ty Parker. If you if you uh, see him on Facebook, I don't mean to put you out there, Ty. But Ty Scott took 1984 back to the library one time, and I rode with him to take that book back. And he was explaining to me what the book was, and I was a kid. I didn't really know what. I didn't really know what was going on or what he was talking about. so Or nor was I really interested because it was a book. I didn't care. But he told me that this book was great when I was a kid, and I never read it. And I've made a lot of Orwellian references over the years, and I felt like it was time for me to actually read the book. So I'm going to start reading 1984. I should be done with it within a week or so. It doesn't look too awful bad. But just got that book. I'm going to start reading it. So do that. If you haven't read 1984, I invite you to join me in, in, in cracking the weary spine. That was a Death Cab reference. Did you get that, anybody? Anybody get that Death Cab reference? Crack its weary spine and need to help remind myself. But if I lose my place in line, I'll lose. <laughs> All right, anyway. I'm going to get the fuck out of here, guys. I love you. I mean it. I truly do. YouTube folks, hang around for just a second. got to do the intro, and then I'll need you to click these links at the bottom of the page. If you've already had enough of this video and you're ready to just click exit now, fast forward to the last 20 seconds of this video, and please click the subscribe links. Click the other pages, that I, the other channels, and subscribe to those. Click the video uh, of whatever it is that you might like. I think I've chosen it to put a video out there that you would like. Did I do that right? Who cares? Second episode in the day. The next week will be all business again. We'll be back on schedule as uh, Wednesday and Sunday. Probably going to be doing a sports talk. Girl Kelsey is wanting to... Girl Kelsey, Kelsey Gowdy wants to do an episode. And uh, episode number 100 has already been booked. 
Episode number 100 has already been booked. Ashley Justice, wife of Adam Justice, who I've just ragged on this whole thing. Sorry, Adam. But we all know it's true. We, everybody knows. Uh, Ashley Justice is going to be coming to do episode 100, and uh, we're going to be talking about old school Tito's stuff and all sorts of things in the beauty counter world, which I use the beauty counter uh, shampoo and conditioner. I've used the charcoal bar and uh, obviously none of the makeup products, but it's, it's mostly like makeup and things like that, like uh, beauty products. But they use no, no harsh, no harsh, harsh, no harsh, no harsh chemicals and no, no shit that's going to give you cancer. It's all natural stuff and it's really good. So I'm going to be talking about that. Lot of stuff to come over the next couple of weeks. So just like the Facebook page, like the Instagram page, like all of the things all around. So, uh, so you'll know what's coming up soon. Anyway, I'm obviously reached the point of delirium because I don't even know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to get out of here, audio folks. Click subscribe. If you're listening to this and you're not subscribed, please change that. Please subscribe in some way, whether it's Google Play or iTunes or whatnot. So anyway, I love you. I mean it. Be good people. In a world full of shitty people, don't be one of those people. Be a good person. Peace, bitches.